Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. You know, the saying around my house growing up was, you know, the rich stay rich because they don't spend their money. You know, that was the narrative around my house. And I have to unpack that sometimes. I'm like, okay, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) You know, like they're very generous people and they might have money. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Today's conversation is one that even if you roll your eyes at the thought of money and numbers, it's worth a listen. And not just because it was a really fun chat, but because if you are trying to grow your business in any way, shape, or form, even if it's a side hustle, understanding which numbers you should be tracking, how to come up with your budget, even if your monthly income is inconsistent, and why it's important. You know, we have have a lot of mindset problems (laughs) in this culture around money, and Danielle and I are talking about all of those things. So Danielle is the host of the Entrepreneur Money Stories podcast. She also is the founder of Kickstart Accounting Inc., which from the name, I'm sure you can surmise, is about accounting. She talks a little bit about the rare situation that she was a creative that moved into numbers rather than someone sort of in a corporate number situation turning into the creative field. So she's got a lot of awesome insights about numbers and money and budgeting for folks like you and I that are in the photo industry. Before we jump in today, here are a few words from the folks that support this show and then an uninterrupted interview with Daniel Hayden. If you're like me and probably most other photographers, you didn't go into business for all the paperwork. If the chaos of invoices, emails, and to-dos make you a little crazy, well, that's where a CRM like 17 Hats comes in. They have an all-in-one mobile-friendly platform that will just automate your small business. Isn't that amazing? So 17 Hats handles all the tedious stuff like payment reminders, capturing leads, scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. And quotes, contracts, invoices, all that stuff is click, click, paid. You don't have to keep track of it. It's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from your to-do list. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 Hats, one seven hats to get 50% off your first year. 
If you need to put in a code, put in the code PHOTOBIZHELP at checkout. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats. So you all know that I love tarot and I do tarot readings and it's a blossoming hobby that I've been really enjoying. And so I decided to take my tarot knowledge and turn it into a free reading that you can have access to to help you grow in your business. Head to photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to answer a few questions and get your free reading that outlines your business energy. This will help highlight the things that are serving you and helping you to grow, as well as point out some of the things that you might want to look out for that could be holding you back. So head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to get your free reading. Find out what's going on with the energy in your business. Experience a little tarot tossed in there as well, and hopefully get some good ideas for how to grow moving forward. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to get your free reading. Well, hey, Danielle, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. Yeah, I'm really excited about this too. And money is one of those things with all business owners, but man, these conversations come up all the time for me with photographers. And I'm looking forward to sort of hearing what what you have to say about everything. But before we dive in, what is your, you know, sort of in a nutshell, your background and what you do? Yeah, so I am one of the very rare people who went from a creative background to accounting. So I was working as a hairdresser. So when I am talking today, just know that I'm I hear you, right? And I get where you're coming from. Being a creative, we don't always fall in love with the numbers. However, when I was doing hair and working at the salon, I kind of fell into the numbers. I fell in love with the numbers that helped drive my business as a stylist and ended up having a huge pivot, went back to school for accounting, working as a chief financial officer for 10 years, working with investors and the board of directors and really learned a lot from people who were making really freaking smart money decisions and um, were really good at owning their decision making. And so I got to learn a lot from, from these individuals. And then finally I said, my mission in this world is to help other business owners know their numbers so that they can make those same big decisions and feel like a badass when they're doing it, right? Like I watch these people, like when they make a decision, they're like, all right, facts, one, two, three, my gut says this, let's go, right? And they, they had the data, they had the facts, and then they made decisions. And I said, every business owner deserves to be able to do that same thing. And so we went on a mission to start Kickstart Accounting and help every business owner be able to have on-time, accurate bookkeeping and so that they can make those business decisions. That's awesome. And I'm so excited to hear more about it. We're going to cover a few things specifically related to, obviously, photographers. But I'm curious, you know, as a creative, as you said, it's not super common to flip the other way and be like, numbers! Ah. <laughs> um, but you, you clearly had sort of like an aha about the numbers. What was that? Like, what numbers were you looking at when you were like, oh, shit, this is helpful? Yeah, it was like that moment where I was like, oh, wow, okay, this is helpful. In the context of the hair salon, I realized that in order to, to receive higher commissions for myself, I had to hit certain numbers. And so I literally sat down. I said, all right, how do I hit these numbers so that I can make more for my family? And I think that's what we're all trying to do as business owners. What do I need to be doing? 
every hour of my time here, how many haircuts, how many colors, you know, so I knew exactly how many clients I needed to see and what the average ticket price needed to be and how much retail I needed to sell. And then I found out, well, if we hit goals as a salon, then we get even more money. And so I said, all right, guys, let's all work together and I'll help you figure out how many how many services you need and what's your average ticket so we can all hit these goals together. And I realized that there's this magic and power in knowing, right? So it wasn't just me knowing the not like what I needed to hit, but I helped the other girls in the salon know what they needed to hit. And so all of a sudden we were doing this together. I'm like, oh wait, there's like this magic in numbers that if we take a step back, plan them out, monitor our progress as we go, learn from what works and what doesn't work we can make more money, right? (laughs) That's it. That's amazing. I'm not sure how familiar you are with this show and stuff I coach on, but my kind of my emerging biggest passion with all of it, like this touch point that everything comes back to is clarity. And I think if you can have clarity in anything you're doing, I mean, I don't care what it is. It just feels good and the energy follows and, and the momentum follows. But I'm curious also, just as you were explaining that, how did you arrive, kind of just a couple sentences, how did you arrive at your goal numbers? Was it just like cost of living or was it, you know, investing that you wanted to do or? Yeah. So it was part lifestyle. So I knew, you know, at the time my daughter was young. Um, she was, gosh, at the time, I think three, four, under five. And I knew I didn't want to be working crazy long hours. And it was really important for me to be able to have my days with her and be able to have experiences with her. So it's so crazy because today we call it right like having a lifestyle business. <laughs> or back then I was just literally, I wanted some time. I wanted to be able to have time to work out in the morning and do something for myself and then spend time with her and cook dinner a few nights a week. And so it was really simple, but I knew I didn't want to have to work 40 to 60 hours a week. I knew at the time I only wanted to work 25 hours a week. And so I took a step back and said, all right, what do I need personally? And at the time, it's my mortgage, utilities. How much on average are we spending? Going out to eat, groceries. What do I need personally? And then I can start to back into the goals that I had at work and my business. But then from there... I wanted to have a 401k, right? Like I wanted to be able to look into the future. I wanted to have some investments, maybe invest in the stock market. Bitcoin wasn't a thing yet. (laughs) Invest in the stock market and be able to have freedom, maybe go on a vacation, maybe take a weekend weekend away. And so I started to slowly, and I'm going to use this word all the time in the show, slowly build that in. I didn't like go for pie in the sky day one, but slowly over time, I realized, okay, I can hit my lifestyle goals in 25 hours. Now maybe, how can I push it, right? Like how can I push the boundary so that I can do more within that time? That's really interesting because, you know, one of the metrics that we talk about all the time for beginners at least is cost of living, you know, and cost of doing business, like understanding kind of what all that is. But I think it's interesting that you combine that with how many hours you wanted to work because Again, a lot of what I teach is centered around like self-care and intuitive business and all this stuff. And just just like, I just want time to work out in the morning and taking like the hours mixed with the cost of living is going to change your number completely. Because if you're willing to work 80 hours a week, that's a very different situation than someone that's like. But are you really getting that much more done in 80 hours? That's right. That's right. 
that's a whole other podcast, which I think maybe, <laughs> well, let's, so we chatted about a couple things that we wanted to touch on and, and we may as well, since we're talking about, you know, clarity and all that kind of stuff, I'd love to just hear your thoughts on money mindset, because I think it's a issue that we all kind of have growing up, you know, at least, Amen. you know, that's a big can of worms. So I, I kind of want to let you talk about it, but um, money mindset is something that I see a lot of photographers hugely stuck on, especially one of the things that I tell my more experienced photographers all the time. And and they just, it's like pulling teeth. It's like, raise your prices. And they're like, but, uh, and I'm like, no, do it, you know? And I know that's a simplification, but yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on money mindset. As, as Yeah. So photographers definitely have money mindset issues, but I want to start breaking down the stigma around industry. So just because you're a photographer doesn't mean you only have money mindset issues, right? Because we all have our own money mindset issues. Every single one of us have some type of money mind, and I don't even call it issue, money mindset story that we're bringing to the table. Maybe you had childhood trauma or your parents that you're carrying their story. You're carrying your grandparents' story along with you, right? So whatever that narrative was around money growing up, what the conversation was at the dinner table or holiday meals, you heard all of that and that resonated with you good or bad right so like maybe your parents did really well and they and you saw them spend a lot of money maybe you had an aunt or an uncle or a family member or family friend who was greedy or got in trouble with money or maybe they spent all their money and they went bro- they went broke and you saw them really struggle no matter what the story is you are carrying that story with you and as we've started to unpack money mindset with our clients what we realized is that it impacts all of us differently. We did a really fun conversation on our podcast recently with one of our clients. And I always think about overspending in business, right? So I always think about, all right, clients, how do we cut expenses and increase profitability? Because there's so much talk around profitability. So I'm always like, why, how do, why do we spend so much? Let's, let's spend less. However, she was talking about how she's actually afraid to let money go, right? She can't invest in her business and she's struggling having the growth that she wanted in her business because she is having a difficult time being able to spend the money. And it's because she watched her parents do the same thing. And when we we got to the conversation, she's like, wow, I've got to release this money block because I have to be able to release money into my business so that I can see those returns. Yeah, that's a big one. The other big story that I hear a lot, and I hear it a lot just in my everyday life still, is just this mentality towards wealthy folks. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, you know, this sort of must be nice or what do you do for that? Or- yeah, must be nice. And so then there's then there becomes a layer of like the money mindset block becomes almost like guilt, you know, like, oh, I don't I shouldn't have that or people that have that X, Y, Z. And I think that that's that's another huge one too, you know, just not even allowing, letting it out is one thing, like either overspending or, or penny pinching. But I think also just letting it in is a big issue for folks. Yeah. Letting it in. I like, that's a really good point. You know, we all do it in a way, right? Like whether it be, we saw somebody get in trouble either on the news or a family friend, or you watch them be greedy. You know, the saying around my house growing up was, you know, the rich stay rich because they don't give, they don't, they don't spend their money. You know, that was the narrative around my house. 
And I have to unpack that sometimes. I'm like, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you know, like they're very generous people and they might have money. You know, just because we're generous doesn't mean that we're poor. There's also very poor people that aren't generous or are generous. It's, it's right. not attached to the money generally. It's a character thing. Yeah. You, but you have to note it, you, right? Like the first step to this is like even noticing that it's happening. We went to a holiday party recently and it was in this nicer neighborhood that they got at Airbnb at. We were driving around looking at all the houses and you know, I was taking my phone looking at how much they were all worth. And, and then I kind of caught myself and I was like, whoa like this feeling, right? Like whatever this money mindset is, I use that as an example because we all do it in some way. It's learning to catch yourself and identifying those patterns so that when you go to meet with your bookkeeper or look at your numbers or make changes in your business, like paying yourself or raising your prices or anything like that, that you've been paying attention to your tone around money and you can create the budget and you can you can create the narrative around your money story today that's different because you are aware of how you are seeing that money story throughout your life. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. And I, you know, we're since we're limited on time in this show, I'm I'm curious just for folks that maybe aren't used to tuning into that voice, like, oh, there's my money mindset voice yeah. again or whatever. <laughs> Do you have any like kind of quick and easy tips, maybe one or two for folks that where they can get started being familiar with like that voice and hopefully learn to either not listen to it or develop different habits? Yeah. Just pay attention. Once you hear this show, you're going to hear it, right? Like It's like, I want a new car. And then all of a sudden you're seeing that car everywhere, right? It's a similar strategy. So just starting to be aware, right? When you tell your kids, no, we can't afford that. Um, hold on. Like literally I'll be able to retract the statement. I'm like, guys, I'm retracting my statement. <laughs> it's not that we can't afford it. I just am choosing not to spend my money here. Just noticing, right? And so maybe today you don't retract your statement to your kids. <laughs> maybe today you just hear yourself. The other strategy I would say is start to tune into other money strategies. So whether it be, I'm going to do a, a shameless plug here, but like we have a podcast. Okay, good. We have a podcast called Entrepreneur Money Stories where you can start to learn about your money mindset or other podcasts, other journals, other blogs that talk about money mindset because, and it could just be mindset in general. Once you realize that you're not the only one and that it's going around around you, if you can tune into that and learn how other business owners are getting through that, you can just start to learn how to get through those, to use those same strategies in your business. That's perfect. This was really useful. Uh, next time we chat, I'd love to talk more about um, sort of the why and the what of all of this, as well as how to maybe come up with a budget when your income may or may not be, especially for photographers, like super inconsistent. So um, if there's anything else you'd like to add, otherwise, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, no, perfect. Sounds good. Oh, and you know what? Where uh, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Entrepreneur Money Stories is the podcast. Our website is kickstartaccountinginc.com. And then, you know, we love all things Instagram. You can find me at Kickstart Accounting. And then LinkedIn is where I'm going to be spending time in 2022. So I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn. It's Danielle Hayden. Wonderful. And we'll have all of that stuff in the show notes. Thank you for, for taking the time to do this, Danielle. Yeah, of course. Thank you for listening. As always, any links to all of the goodies that you heard us talk about today are going to be in the show notes. Remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.
One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats to get 50% off your first year. Looking for a professional website for your photography business? Then check out Pro Photo. For listeners of the Photo Business Help podcast, Pro Photo is offering a special introductory rate of only $25 per month for the first 18 months when you sign up using the coupon code PHOTOBIZHELP. So that's $25 per month, almost half off for the first 18 months that you try this out. This is hosting with the beautiful templates. The code is PHOTOBIZHELP, B-I-Z, when you check out. 